the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Hamas terrorists firing hundreds of rockets, sending dozens of fighters into Israel in that unprecedented surprise attack early today. Israel says it is now at war with Hamas. Israel says at least 200 people have been killed, hundreds more wounded. Joel Rosenberg, founder of Jerusalem news site AllIsrael.com, says today's attacks have genuine historic significance for everyone. This weekend is the 50th anniversary of the massive sneak attack by Egypt and Syria in what was, became known as the Yom Kippur War, the worst war in the history of the last 75 years in Israel. But it looks like the IDF has been caught in the biggest intelligence failure since the Yom Kippur War. Meanwhile, President Biden says we stand with the Israelis. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager isn't sure he recognizes his country. University of Chicago reports that 30 million Americans believe violence is justified to keep Trump from the presidency. Mm, it's one out of every 10 of my fellow Americans. To think that I, I share this country with such people is difficult. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. It's just past 2 o'clock. More live and local conservative talk from the Northern Alliance Radio Network coming your way. Thank you for listening and being a part of our afternoon and our weekend here at the Patriot. It's Marshall, and for today, partly sunny, 52 the expected high. Tonight, mostly cloudy, 44 the overnight low, partly sunny and 56 tomorrow. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Hello, we are back. My name is Kendall Qualls. I'm here with my wife, Sheila, and we're sitting in for Mitch Berg as part of the Northern Alliance Radio on AM 1280. I'm Sheila, as Kendall said, and if you're just now joining us, uh, we're married, we run a nonprofit, uh, we talk about bold truth, stuff you won't hear anyplace else, uh, Kendall served in the Army, and uh, here we are. <laughs> well, not just the Army, artillery. I'm doing the big guns. Okay. 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 Excuse and, me. And we've been married for 37 <laughs> years, and uh, we've raised uh, five kids, three boys, two girls. I say that because we're going to be talking about gender-related issues um, moving forward. Yeah, you know, um, every day, you know, I am just surprised by the world we live in. You know, and, you know, one thing, speaking of Israel, you know, when we were in Israel in May, one of the things you kept pointing out that we that we noticed over there were there were <laughs> there were there were a lot of families with young children. Yeah. And professional women who, yes. you know, had gone to college, had a profession um, and also chose to have not one kid or two kids, but, you know, yeah, three or more. Yeah. Several kids. Um, and, you know, we just don't see American women um, uh, doing that. Embracing that, yeah, that's right. So, and you know, and I, and I, and I am surprised every day by the world that we live in. Um, the women's movement definitely was needed. I believe equal pay, um, equal opportunity. I, I do believe in all that. It was probably long overdue, but also I believe somewhere it took a wrong turn, and it is really sad what this has done to our boys. In fact, what I call what I call this is that we're in a boy crisis. In fact, there was a book that was published about five years ago, actually titled boy crisis 
heavily researched book, and it talked about the uh, the issues related in our country. Right now, the United States is the leading country where children grow up without a father more than any country in the world times three. That's right, times three. And we've seen a demasculization of young men in our country, um, the void of traditional values, and it's having an impact. It's definitely having an impact on uh, young women of, uh, that are interested in relationships and marriage, and it's um, it's, it's causing, causing problems. This, in fact, it's going to be the topic of my next book once I publish that. Yeah, you know, and, and not only is it causing, you know, problems for, for, for men, I mean, <laughs> it's causing problems for women. This is actually pretty funny. Um, we're going to see, uh, you know, like what's happened as a result of what we have done to our boys. You know, you guys may have heard this. It went viral. It was all over the place. We'll play it right now. Just a little bit of it. You want to know one of the saddest realizations I recently had was that as a liberal woman, it is really hard to find a man who is willing to play the more traditional masculine role in the relationship. Okay, in today's you can day. stop that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I know people have di- dissected this over and over and over again, but I just think that it's funny. You know, it's hard to find a progressive man who's willing to play the more traditional role. Well, yeah. You know, what? There, there are some people that may not have even heard this. So we, won't you give someone an overview of what they heard and... and and we'll go into diving deeper, but you know we got we have to assume that uh, there's a large percentage of people that haven't heard it. Yeah, well, you know what? I'll say, why don't you play the video? I'm sorry, play the audio, and we'll listen to some more. Who is not a conservative? A man who wants to pay on the first date, who wants to open your door, who has that want and desire to take care of you and to provide. Who is not a conservative? And obviously, as a liberal woman, I do want to be respected for my independence. And I do want to have my own autonomy in the relationship and not be combined or conform to the traditional female homemaker, childbearing role. And most of the men that I've dated who do have that more natural provider masculinity about them are normally conservative. So I don't really know what to do because I don't want to compromise my morals and values just to find a man. But am I asking to have my cake and eat it too? Yes, you are. <laughs> you are asking to have your cake and eat it too. Um, I just think it's funny. You want a man. You don't want to compromise. You want to stay the conservative, progressive, I'm sorry, the, the liberal, progressive woman that you are. And he just has to accept you the way that you are. Um, but you want the benefits of him being a traditional man. Traditional man, but a progressive um, that she I can't that's, find. That's an oxymoron. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Conservative, uh, progressive. It's funny. Man. You, you, you remember, um, you know, we shared that uh, that video with our pastor from our church. Remember what, what did he say? Yeah, he said basically um, you've created a class of men. He actually he actually laughed really hard, first of all. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then he said, you know, they've created a class of men that even they can't stand. <laughs> <laughs> that even they don't want. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we're, we're not we're not training men to be men. Um, and, you know, the feminist movement has told men for years that masculinity is toxic, men need to be more like women. Um, and now, you know, we're at this point where they've got what they wanted, but they don't want it. Why don't you speak to the, the, the article you wrote about these, um, these men that um, don't, they won't get married? Another, well, yeah, well, yeah, it's, you know, it's like uh, he won't... Uh, he won't. He'll live with you, but he won't marry you. He'll split the household chores with you. He'll uh, have you work to earn additional income to support his lifestyle. Um, you know, he won't. Yeah, um, you know, he'll do all these things that you want him to do as a progressive man. And I say that kind of man definitely a keeper. <laughs> won't pay on the first date. Won't open doors for you. He's definitely a keeper. Yeah, keeper for for you. Um, it's not the way we've raised our boys. In fact, we've raised our boys to be traditional uh, men of character. And at, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what society determines what, how men should be. It is the parents' job to determine that. And we took a different route, and we trained them the way that um, we believe that what, you know, we intended, God intended, and um, they're respectful not only of their mother, their their sisters, but also of other women. 
Yeah, and, um, you know, we, we raised them to, you know, when they would say, well, girls don't want you to open doors for them. So, you know, you don't open the door for the girl uh, because of what she wants. You open the door for the girl because of the kind of person you are and the kind of person you want to be. Uh, it doesn't matter what she wants. This is the kind of person that you want to be, a person who opens doors and carries books and helps with heavy things, um, you know, a gentleman. And not only the gentleman, but also the understanding that also – that when you look at statistics, and this is what I, we taught our boys, when you look at uh, crime victims, you'll see a higher percentage of the crime victims are women and children. And I shared with them is that, you know what, uh, those, the criminals, those that prey on others, they prey on those that are weaker. Um, and obviously from, the, from a stature standpoint, those are women and children. And that your job is to protect those people that can't protect themselves. And so that those traditional men, those traditional values have a purpose. And uh, we, we need more of that type of masculinity. It's ne- you know, that the, the true masculinity has never been toxic. Um, in fact, um, that type of toxic masculinity was never part of who we were or the core values of American male masculinity. Yeah, later on, um, after our next break, we're going to be bringing on Catherine Hinderocker as a woman who is young, single, conservative. Um, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I have compromised. You know, we got married. I went to college. You know, I have a graduate degree. Um, and I decided, I chose that I was going to stay home and raise our kids. And I don't feel compromised at all. I mean, I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I gave up anything. I don't feel like I'm any less independent as a result of that, um, having stayed home and raised the kids. Um, actually, I think it, it makes us a, a better couple. Well, you know, first of all, we have to understand we, um, we understand that we have roles to play as a family. Um, we're not competing against each other for titles or roles. I mean, you were very accomplished. You are earning a significant salary. And, you know, we've, we made a decision on where we want to invest. Your talents. It could have been in the corporate world. It could have been at home, and but we chose that. But after you raised the kids, after they got to a certain level, you re-entered the, you know, the the market, and the accomplishments that you've had are significant. Um, yeah. So you know, you're, you're a very accomplished professional woman. Why? Thank you. <laughs> You know, you, I, I have to back up a minute. You know, you said that we're not in competition with each other unless we're playing speed. <laughs> well, you have to understand speed is a card game. In, in fact, any kind of board game, it could be anything that we play together. She has, she's uber competitive. She hates to lose. I should have known it when uh, we, you know, we met in high school and we were playing basketball together. She was throwing elbows at me. And even today, she tells me to get over it. I've never met any girlfriend that did. The three elbows at their boyfriend. Well, something about that must have been attractive because you stuck around. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yes, I did stick around. (laughs) I did stick around. Um, So we're going to talk to Catherine in just a minute. And and we want to talk about this issue because, like I said, I I have a a book uh, I'm going to be working on called Man Up, Dress Up. Returning American masculinity and chivalry, um, we we need that more than ever. Uh, we have an issue, um, and with the young men, uh, hopefully we can bring uh, bring forward a new class, uh, a new class of young men that are not um, afraid to live up to their heritage, and to debunk the the push that's being uh, out there as as it relates to um, th- this push up for young men. And um, yeah, frankly, you know, I, I I like you to open my doors for me. And um, I like you to, well, I guess you did pay on the first date. <laughs> and the second. I think, I think I've been, you know, for, even up to the, the late, last, last week. But you know what? I don't mind those things. I don't think that makes me any less of a person. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I enjoy being taken care of. As you should. <laughs> well, you know what? Are we ready to go into our next break? Yes, we are. We'll be returning back in a few minutes with our guests um, who will be speaking on this. Um, She is a young lady in her 20s, and um, I I think she'll be able to speak to it more more than any of us because she sees it up 
up close and personal. We'll be returning back in a few minutes. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. From chasing fall colors on a scenic road trip to epic hikes, fall festivals, apple orchards, or long hours on a patio, fall in Minnesota offers clear blue skies, an endless tapestry of color and unmatched beauty perfect for setting the stage for any colorful adventure plan your dream trip at exploreminnesota.com sponsored by explore minnesota aired by the minnesota broadcasters association and this station do you own an annuity either fixed rate indexed or variable are you paying high fees and getting low returns if so annuity general would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-914-1358. 800-914-1358. That's 800-914-1358. Hey, baseball fans. It's playoff time. Love it. The control the pitchers have coming to reality. Trusting their preparation. Just like your ability to control your retirement. Yes, the money you have worked so hard to earn. Take control today. Maybe it's having a better conversation with your broker to ensure in this market you are protected and positioned to leave a legacy. This is not taught in our schools. Don't be in a dark room with no control. Turn the light on today. Learning the strategies to get involved. Take action now. It all starts with a two-hour free class with a trusted local academy that's been around for 26 years. Local classrooms with one-on-one mentoring to guide you to ensure your financial bases are covered. Text investing to 210-210. As you're watching our team take control, text investing to 210-210 and start your control today. Did you hear Michelle Tafoya interview Al Michaels? What about Bob Costas? Hear her fascinating take on those two and more on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play Play the the Patriot Patriot Minneapolis. Minneapolis. You want to know one of the saddest realizations I recently had? Was that as a liberal woman, it is really hard to find a man who is willing to play the more traditional masculine role in the relationship in today's day and age. Who is not a conservative? A man who wants to pay on the first date, who wants to open your door, who has that want and desire to take care of you and to provide, who is not a conservative. And obviously as a liberal woman, I do want to be respected for my independence. And I do want to have my own autonomy in the relationship. And not- well, we're back. Uh, this is Kendall and Sheila Qualls sitting in for Mitch Berg at the Northern Alliance Radio, AM 1280. Great. Do we have Catherine on the line? We do? Okay. Yeah, great. hi, guys. Hey, great, great. Joining us now is Catherine <laughs> Hinderocker. Catherine is the development director at the Center of the American Experiment, and she runs their Young Leaders Council. But most importantly, Catherine is single. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, um, you know, I don't know if everyone has seen that video, um, but I want to know what what were your thoughts when you first saw that? Oh, I think it's so interesting. I mean, this is really part of a larger trend we're seeing on social media where women are are posting these videos and these these, uh, TikToks and things like that of themselves kind of coming to these realizations that maybe, maybe they've been misled or sold a lie. And I think there's, there's clearly two of those kind of lies that young, young people and women in particular have been sold in this generation uh, by the left. The first, I mean, is one that third wave feminism really 
is at fault for. And it's that you can have it all as a woman and you don't need to sacrifice anything. So she talks about, you know, I want the guy that's going to sacrifice for me, pay for me, open doors for me, do all these things for me. But I don't want to give that in return. Um, that's just not how it works in a relationship. And I think that women are waking up to that. But they're also waking up to the fact that their values and their mor morals, um, like she says here, I don't want to compromise those. She, I'm guessing, like a lot of people my age and her age, that she doesn't know much more except for what she was taught in school, that conservatives are bad and mean, and liberals are good and care about people. And so those two lies that they've been sold, and it's worked, by the way. I mean, look at young women, young single women are really the people running the Democrat Party now. They're casting their votes for Democrats in huge percentages. They're realizing that these lies are not really true, and it's not what's going to make them happy in life. And so that cognitive dissonance she obviously has there is really interesting to me because I think it's a step before she wakes up and realizes that what she's been told her whole life isn't necessarily true and isn't going to make her happier in her own life. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, people think that, um, you know, somehow they're going to be happier um, when, in, when in actuality what's happened is women are more miserable <laughs> as a result of mm -hmm. that. You know, yeah, I mean, it was interesting, Catherine, that you you said something, um, and she said something. She alluded to this, and you mentioned it, that she's got this perception that conservative men wants to put them in a box in the kitchen mm -hmm. in these conservative roles. And I, I can't. I mean, when I think of look at like like Supreme Court Justice Amy Comey Barrett, mm -hmm. who is at the highest level of her profession, with five what five or six kids. Yeah, she adopted yeah. one and that type of thing. I mean, you, th this narrative just doesn't fit. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that you you know that you were confined. Do you consider yourself confined to a? No, I think in the last segment, I, I think I made myself very clear. I do not feel confined at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't exactly. think I'm giving up anything. Um, <laughs> So, um, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I, I think I have the better end of the deal. I, 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 I... <laughs> so, but it yeah, goes I... back to what she's saying. I mean, look at how we, we, I think this generation has kind of given up on one of the fundamental truths of life that it does take some sacrifice to be happy. You know, it takes some sacrifice to find great fulfillment. You're not going to have it all in life unless you're willing to work with another person. You're willing to both sacrifice for a greater good, which is your relationship and your family, and you find more happiness that way. Women just don't think that that's how the world should work. They've told that everything should be equal and fair for them. And and really, the, the truth is that in life, you will never find that happiness without sacrifice. And I think that that's the lesson that we really need to give our young people that they're forgetting about, is that they'll never be happy without hard work. <laughs> And sacrifice it's yeah. so fundamental but our young people have been robbed of that lesson well you know to that point about hard work and sacrifice it's not just all work and sacrifice because out of, out of that you get companionship you get love mm -hmm. you get um this whole sense of um unconditional acceptance and love you know we're, we're meant to be in companions companionship and with each other and then the idea of having children is one of the most fulfilling hardest jobs so all that mm-hmm but, you know, I, I had a, a good friend of mine, so we, we both worked at this major healthcare company. We started our careers at about the same time in our late 20s, early 30s. Both of our tra trajectories, she had she was, you know, skyrocketing. I was sky skyrocketing. I, you know, obviously I was married. She said, well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait to get married because there's always time for that. Well, what she didn't <laughs> realize is that as she got older, the pool of available men – started to diminish and I, I just spoke with her recently and she said you know what I always thought I could go back and I didn't have to worry about that I didn't I didn't realize that my I, I sacrificed my personal life mm -hmm. for my career and I, you know she's still holding out for the right guy but she doesn't want to compromise she's in her late 50s early 60s and um, she's, um, she's she's lived, she's been living her life alone without companionship because because of the wrong wrong kind of yeah she believed the lie right you know she believed mm -hmm. the lie um so Catherine, tell me you know you're young and i know that there are <laughs> you know many other young people who believe the way you do and feel the way you do but tell me how did you arrive at um 
you know, at, I'm a conservative and I want to live a conservative life, a life with conservative values? Yeah, well, uh, I was pretty lucky. I had parents who really introduced me to conservative values. They never once told me how to think, but they really, they showed me everything that they possibly could. And a lot of people don't get that chance. They're not exposed to a lot of politics. I think parents think, I don't want to force anything on my children, which is, it is a good thought, but you do need to expose them to things because otherwise they'll get into college and they'll be completely exposed to one side and one narrative that's completely false. And like I said, will lead you to really not be happy in life, in my opinion. Um, and so I got to college and I saw the other side of things and I thought, man, I do not, I don't agree with that. And so have, and, and really, you know, the other thing, it's just the life lessons I've learned along the way um, have really reinforced those views. Like I, I really, you know, kind of narrowed in on that sacrifice aspect. I think that that is something that young people get so misled about. And one of the fundamental ways you learn that lesson is by just getting older, you know, and going through life, like, you know, realizing that, okay, to have that greater fulfillment in life, what everyone is looking for is happiness and fulfillment. And to have that, you need to sacrifice and you need to work hard and you need to um, build something uh, to be happy. And so I, I kind of learned that in a lot of ways, I think throughout my life. And it's really, um, it's led me to be a conservative. And there are still young people uh, like me out there. And I think, like I said, this is a broader trend on social media. You're seeing more of these videos of people saying, hmm, maybe <laughs> this isn't the best way for me to live my life. Maybe, maybe there's a reason that young people are also so depressed and unhappy right now. They're unfulfilled because of those lies they've been sold. So, you know, it's, it's having those life experiences, I think hopefully will really help to bring up uh, bring women and young people especially to see the other side of a way they can live life that's you know better and more fulfilling Catherine, you're you know have those life experiences you're acting like you're like 80 <laughs> <laughs> you've only I had like a little bit than <laughs> some other people it's true <laughs> so I, I do i do have a question for you so think about this young lady and she talked about the men that she's been dating and and their behaviors like the, the progressive men that that our mm -hmm. culture has developed Tell us about, you have any stories that you want to share? Obviously, you don't need to mention names, but <laughs> some, some just, just been totally you know, crazy things that have happened that just surprise you. And then obviously, you know, you have a counter narrative to that, too, because you've come across conservative men as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think in college, what really um, kind of uh, oh, radicalized me, I guess, if you would, is um, I had a man. I was tabling for um, one of the conservative causes that I, I kind of spoke out about and, and he came up to me and he started debating me and this man is kind of like, really, he's taller than me, he's looking down at me and I am arguing that I am not confined by a patriarchy like he says that I am. And he was telling me, no, you just don't understand your role in the patriarchy. You don't have it. It's different for women. And I said, excuse me, I can do anything that you can do. Really, I, I can. I know I can. I'm not confined by a patriarchy. There's not some magical hand pushing women down. Stop telling women this because that kind of mindset is what is holding them back. This idea that there's some kind of magical thing that women are more oppressed in society than men. It's completely untrue. But here I had this man looking down at me trying to tell me, you just don't understand. And that's what I got a lot from liberal men was, well, you just don't. You're not smart <laughs> enough. You don't understand. And so so that made me think, yeah, no, that's not going to work for me. And I've encountered so many great conservative uh, men and young women who are, you know, just trying to find people like them. And they, they do exist. We have them at our, at our uh, Young Leaders Council and American Experiment. And they all have, you know, dating horror stories that are <laughs> kind of amusing. Um, but but there is there are people who have your values and people are coming around to it, too, I think, as you grow up and get a little bit older women you know what happens to those people who have the single women who've been voting for democrats <laughs> they get married and they understand that you know our their values uh actually are very similar to their husbands in a conservative point of view and you know that's a good thing they end up being happier for it they build a life and a relationship and a family that makes them happier yeah if marriage was a pill that we could give to people it would be amazing <laughs> how it would cure so many of the ills in society you know it's, right. it's funny that you said this liberal man is telling you you're oppressed and you're you know it's the same thing like with liberal whites in the black community you know mm -hmm. the same thing i'm not sure what makes liberals think 
that, um, you know, you know, they, you know, they just sort of dub people and say, oh, I dub you oppressed, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they don't realize how, how backwards and how racist that is. And condescending and everything else. Yeah. yeah. Well, Catherine, you know what? Yeah. We really want to thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. We appreciate your time. <laughs> um, it's been um, great talking to you. Um, and so, again, I just want to say thanks. Yes, great thank in- you, guys. Yes. Great insight. And, and enjoy the rest of this uh, lovely fall day. And for our listeners, We'll be back in a few minutes and uh, enjoy this incredible time and stay tuned. We've got a great wrap up here for the next half hour. ready for an unforgettable night of laughter with hilarious comedian Jeff Allen. I married a tough one. Tammy's a tough woman. First thing she did when we got married was take my spine away from me. She keeps it in her purse. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff Allen's Are We There Yet? comedy tour. Three o'clock in the morning. I heard a noise. Here's your spine. Go down and see what it was. Comedian Jeff Allen will be in town on Thursday, November 16th, and you can save up to $10 per ticket. Just visit am1280thepatriot.com. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike Gallagher, pro-life. Ann Coulter has a warning that by the time Republicans wake up to the reality of abortion politics, there will be no elected Republicans left. And Ann is right. Hate to break it to you, we have now lost in every single state on abortion issues since Roe v. Wade was overturned. Republican women are going to vote Democrat on this issue of abortion restrictions. And I hate it. I'm talking Republican women, not, you know, blue-haired progressive hippie women. Leave my body alone. That's what they're saying. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. Record-setting four-time Emmy Award winner Michelle Tafoya discusses politics and the state of our culture, free from mainstream media pressures. That means you'll find unhindered commentary and astute observations that bring greater depth to the topic at hand. Insight from subject matter experts and thought leaders round out the conversation. The Michelle Tafoya Podcast, free on YouTube, or stream via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. All right, we are back. We're filling in for Mitch Berg, part of the Northern Alliance Radio, AM 1280. I'm Kendall Qualls. And I'm Sheila Qualls. Thank you for staying with us. So I'm not sure if you read about this, but um, Ibram X. Kendi, he is the anti-racist that's an actual racist himself. He's a Marxist. He was in a scandal Recently, at Boston University, he received a $10 million grant and went through that grant uh, with no outcome, no no work behind it, and and then having to lay off uh, literally over 50% of 
of his staff at the university, uh, I'm sorry, at Boston University, and uh, they're pretty upset about it. Um, but even despite that, he was hired by ESPN to actually do um, shows on ESPN as it relates to racism in sports. Now, if you don't know this, uh, ESPN is owned by Disney. And, you know, Disney, their, their current CEO was brought out of retirement to kind of help with the free fall. I mean, literally, their stock has been free falling. They got rid of the old CEO. And now the uh, adult in the room, um, the, the, the retired CEO has come back, Bob Iger, was kind of helped to stabilize things. And one of the, the, the things he, he said that he was going to do was st- steer clear from culture wars. Well, making a decision to hire uh, Ibram X. Kendi to ESPN Sports to talk about racism is not one way to do it. You know, what, what are your thoughts, Sheila, as it relates to sports and being a racist institution? Um, you know, as I said earlier, um, there are a lot of black football players, a lot of black, you know, um, basketball players. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's like it's the, it's the true sense of any industry from a meritocracy standpoint, much like what we are trying to allude with medical school and law school, meritocracy needs to be the order of the day um, because you never want someone to question your authenticity of being able to be a good physician or a good attorney. Same, same thing on the, on, the, on the ball field. It's evident whether you're good or not. In fact, um, I think the NFL, 56% of the players are black in the NFL, and I think 76% of the players in the NBA. But think about this. This now, Again, Disney, they're, they're a for-profit company. They're part of the capitalist society. Their stock is traded on the New York Stock Exchange. Last year, this time last year, in November of 2022, their stock traded above $100 a, a share. Above $100. Today, it trades at nearly $50. Wow. wow. It's down literally 100%. It's trading below the New York, um, the Dow Jones Industrial Average by 20% and the S&P 500 by 20%. Wow. So all of you investors out there, all of you that have Disney in your 401k, um, it's hugely underperforming. And now they doubled down by hiring a racist anti-American for one of their shows. You know, tar- didn't some of Target's shareholders sue them um, when they when when their stock tanked after the, um, the 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 LGBTQ line of clothing they were they they sold? I, I believe I did read that. I, I don't have the the um, you know the specifics on that. But when it, when it comes to to Abram uh, X Abram X Kendi and ESPN, and look, you think about it, today's a big sports day. We have Michigan. Here, uh, you know, um, playing against our, our Gophers, um, it's you know, it, it is sport is the all American pastime, and it used to be void of politics, and now over the last few years, it's been filled with nothing but politics. And th- and this one, this one particularly in race is is a is a huge one. Now, ESPN has hired this guy um, to be a, a show, it's, it's called Skin in the Game. Uh, you know, play on words, and it's about racism in, in sports. I, I don't believe um, fans of ESPN is going to be tuning in for this show very often, and I, I think they're going they're going to be exiting and and changing changing the channel and changing the remote on, on a different sports channel other than ESPN. Yeah, I just um again that that just baffles me um, as to why Disney would do something like that. But um, did you talk about um, you did talk about the ten million dollar grant and how he's how the kindy the what is it the foundation or the industry how they're laying off people closing. What right. were you saying about that? Right. So he, he was he was recruited to Boston University to open this anti racism center, and he had this ten million dollar grant that was given to him, I believe, from the the, the original um, um, uh, Twitter Foundation guys. I believe it was 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 that that organization. And so not Elon Musk's current owner, but the previous owner. And and basically he used that $10 million, and there's been no track record as far as any productive studies, any research, any in anything that's come out of that other than his own benefit. And as a result, he had to lay off 50% of his staff at Boston University 
This just happened literally two to three weeks ago, and now he gets a new gig at ESPN. Wow. There's there's woke Disney then again. I, I if that that stock is trading at fifty, I I, I don't see it going up anytime soon. Wow. Um, again, that's I, I I don't even have any words for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're a stockholder of that, then you know, I don't know if I don't want to give stock advice, but then maybe you want to hold on for it to 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 turn make a turnaround. I don't know. It's maybe have dividends, but if, at the end of the day, um, check with your financial advisor as far as to what you should do <laughs> with your Disney stock. But Mickey Mouse is not happy. Yeah. And and, it, and it's, this goes back to everything that we talked about as far as our organization that take charge. You know, we believe that the promise of America is available to everyone, regardless of race. And there is a formula to be successful in this country. And unfortunately, they're not, we're not teaching that formula to um, American kids anymore, especially in the black community. They have, they're in failing schools. And we were talking with an organization earlier this morning you want to give them the update on, on what's the performance of our schools across all races as far as reading and um, – Oh, that's in the in the um, state of Minnesota. Yes. Um, it's like more kids are not proficient in math and reading than are proficient in math and reading. And that's, that's statewide. For the first time. Yes, for the first time there are more kids. In, now, in the past it's been either um, kids might have been like uh, less than 50% were proficient in math or reading. Um, now, for the first time, um, kids are proficient in math and reading. Right. Not proficient. Right. Not Le- proficient. Le- less than 50% are not proficient in either math or reading for the first time. We used, we used to be the envy of the nation with Minnesota public schools. It was a marquee you know, point of pride that we had in the top tier of public education in the United States. And now we've, we've fallen and there is not an urgency of getting this turned around. In fact, there's an urgency in pushing social, emotional learning, um, an urgency of social justice and equity and all these different things. It has nothing to do with helping our kids be competitive. And the, the disparities that we have, especially with these black kids in, in the Minneapolis public school system, is appalling. And sadly, they, they keep school choice away from these parents that don't have any other options. Yeah, I guess we kind of probably took a detour with talking about social emotional learning, but um, it is uh, really sad what they're doing to our kids in these schools with social emotional learning. Um, I was talking with a mom the other day, called me and has her child in a private school. She took him uh, out of public school to get away from the social emotional learning um, and put him in a private school. And now in this private school, uh, she's being faced with the same exact thing social emotional learning and so you know she called me and she was like well what should i do you know what should i do right I, the reason we bring this up is because we have an election coming up soon for school board this is an important time because um this is an off-year election and off-year elections has usually the lowest turnout and a very small percentage of people very small numbers will make decisions about school board candidates and so in just a few weeks um the actual election is coming up, but in just a week or two is early voting for school board uh, candidates. Yeah, you know, and I and I say, you know, when I speak to people about the, the Trap podcast, um, if you don't know, we have a Trap podcast on Alpha News. It's at mntrap.com. And, you know, I tell people, if you are a school board, sitting school board member, then, and there's there's not, you don't, you're not in election and, Go and help other people. You know, if this is an off year for you, go and help other people, you know, because we do this in siloed operations like Plymouth does Plymouth and Maple Grove does Maple Grove and Osseo does Osseo. Well, why not? You know, if I'm a if I'm a school board member and I don't have an election this year, why don't I go over and I'm in Osseo? Why don't I go over to Maple Grove? Or Plymouth. And help those or, candidates. Yeah, and help those. And because not you don't only bring yourself. You also bring your whole network of people because you got elected. So you, have, you bring your whole network of supporters with you to help these other people. We've got to get better organized around that. Yes, absolutely. I, and here's another thing as well. Um, so oftentimes we, we go to the school board elections. We're not really sure who to vote for because there's no labels. Obviously, there's you know school board candidates. They're not political candidates. Um, not supposed to be. Not supposed to be, unfortunately. Uh, many of them are. But how how would they know? Um, 
You want to talk about uh, Christine Chuins? Yeah, Christine Troyan. Yeah, <laughs> Minnesota Parent Alliance. Yeah, they actually put out a voter's guide for school board candidates. And so they vet these candidates and then they let you know who are the, you know, cons- if you're conservative, who are the conservative candidates to vote for. Um, and it's available online. I'm not exactly sure what her website is. It might be mpa.org. I'm not sure, but it's Minnesota Parent Alliance. Christine Troyan. It's T R O O I E N. Um, and you can look her up. Um, I'm sure she would love to hear from you, but they give people um, valuable information when they are trying to make decisions about school board can- candidates. Um, we and we that's what we need to be doing. We need to be educating people and not trying to convince them that they're wrong in the way that they think. Educate them, and then because we're not going to change anyone's mind, you know, we put the we put the information out there and we let people read the information and have the information so that they can then go and make make an informed decision. Absolutely. And so, again, I think um, when, we, when we talk about uh, making an impact and how do we improve the situation and our society and our culture, well, it starts with understanding that freedom's not free and we have to take time and take effort and to get not only getting out the vote but get your friends that don't vote and have them go with you, um, especially in an off-year election, we need to have a good and strong turnout. So with that said, we're going to wrap it up for a break. We'll be back in our last segment. You don't want to miss it. We'll be back soon. Stay with us on AM 1280. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org Prolife Across America is educational, non-political and tax deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-901-5563. 800-901-5563. That's 800-901-5563. Colorectal cancer doesn't stop for COVID-19. Hello, I'm Dr. Cecilia Brewington. If you are age 45 or older, it's time to return to care and get tested. The government requires insurance companies to cover not only colonoscopy, but a range of tests, including virtual colonoscopy and other less invasive exams. Talk to your doctor about your options today. For more information on virtual colonoscopy, visit radiologyinfo.org. Thinking about climbing Pikes Peak? You can get this radio station there, too. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey.com. We're always on. Ringing liberty and truth. We are Freedom 1570. Just say, play Freedom Radio Minneapolis. We're back. We're Kendall and Sheila Qualls, and we are sitting in for Mitch Berg. And we are in the final stretch. I cannot believe it. That, that really went fast. It did go fast. Um, 
for for many of you that um, are just joining us, um, we we uh, when we ask for a prayer and acknowledgement for our friends in Israel. Um, they are under an attack by Hamas. Um, we 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 personally have friends there, and we've got uh, tw- uh, basically uh, text messages early this morning, in the wee hours of the morning, um, that. The, the, the normal rockets that their dome was able to protect them from are getting overloaded with hundreds of rockets and, um, and attacks on the ground, air, and water um, from, uh, from Hamas. So um, prayers to them. They were attacked on one of their holy days, and, uh, very, and they were surprised by the attack. And our, their prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, basically has declared that they are at war at this point. Yeah, you know, we actually got invited to go to Israel um, because, you know, they're fighting against the same things that we're fighting against. Um, this group that we're with are fighting against the same things that we're fighting against. They're seeing that same creep in their country with all the progressivism and... Um, of critical you know, race theory, yeah, yes. Yep, critical race theory. They're seeing all of the same stuff over there that we're seeing over here. Um, I mean, sitting in some of those, you know, lectures and talking with people, I mean, they could have been talking about America. That's exactly right. In fact... Um, Earlier on our radio show, we, we spoke about the lowering standards that uh, critical race theory has been pushing in medical schools and law schools and even pilot training. I had a friend of ours, uh, Phyllis, emailed me and said, Kendall, don't forget about light teacher's licenses here here in uh, the state of Minnesota. In fact, I, I'm pulling up a um, an article that was written in uh, Minnesota Star Tribune um, from Catherine Kirsten uh, from the Center of American Experiment. She uh, writes that um, in Minnesota um, that the Minnesota Professional uh, Educators Licensing and Standards Board dramatically and retroactively lowered passing scores on our teachers' licensure exams. The board, which is appointed by the governor, is informing many who failed the test in the past few years that they will now qualify as teachers. Now, keep in mind, these are people that wanted to become teachers, they failed the exam, and because they lowered the standards, these people will now be teaching your children uh, in schools across the state. Now, in a world where it's even more competitive than ever, our kids are not reading at uh, grade level, they're not, re- they're not writing at grade level, they're not doing math at grade level, not doing science at grade level, Less than 50% for the first time in Minnesota, we're lowering standards for teachers and our children. Well, you know, the the left says that um, people like you and people like me should not exist, you know, based on their narrative. Right. You know, we can't do it. We can't make it. We need help. You know, um, now, obviously, there have been people along the way who have helped us who have been black and white and, you know, and, and everything in between. Um but they, you know, they didn't help us because they were looking at, oh, poor, pitiful us. You know, they helped us because they were, they were good people. They were good people, and, and I say this all the time. Americans help each other when they see someone trying to better their lot in life. They don't put a racial filter on it. And, again, there, are there racist people in our country? Absolutely are. Is the country systemically racist? No, it's not. It, it, it used to be. It was at a point in time. But, again— my parents would have loved to have grown up in the America I grew up in. Lowering standards, lowering the competitiveness of our country is a way to erode who we are as a nation. That's what's happening across the country right now. And we have to, we have to start getting actively involved as citizens to reverse this trend. Yeah, you know, um, my dad, your dad, grew up in the Jim Crow South. You know, my dad was born in 1929 in Memphis, Tennessee. And he he grew up sitting in the back of the bus and using the colored water fountain and using the colored restrooms. He didn't have a choice. You know, he joined the Army. By the way, when he joined the Army, it was segregated. That's right. Um, so there, he was a Buffalo soldier, one of the last Buffalo soldier units. Um, so he joined the Army so that he could have a better life because he knew he could never make a life for himself in Memphis, Tennessee, as a, as a black man. That's right. And, you know, as Harry Truman, a Democrat— that actually uh, desegregated the armed forces in 1948, and Sheila's father was able to spend 30 years in the military, one of the first places that actually you know, show what meritocracy was in a, in a very diverse you know, organization, 
and rise to the level of the highest rank for enlisted soldiers. He was a command sergeant major. He spent 30 years in the Army, served um, both in the Korean War and the Vietnam War. If anything, the military has been a model for how do you keep standards high, keep people working together for a common objective. It was the model for the civilian world of how to, how to deal with diversity uh, amongst peoples from a different, different classes and different races. Unfortunately, it's not that anymore. <laughs> right, right. They're pushing right now. This current administration is pushing CRT and DEI in the military, and the eroding the once um, proud organization that I served for five years. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, we are coming to the end of our first show. So, how how do you think it went? I think it went well. How, what what kind of grade would you give me? Um. I don't oh, that's know. terrific. <laughs> I'm so glad. Well, to hear um. <laughs> to know more about what we stand for, you can go to TakeChargeMN.com. And you can, uh, if you're interested, to learn more about the book that's coming out that I've written. It's called The Prodigal Project, Hope for American Families. You can find it at KendallQualls.com. That's Kendall, Q-U-A-L-L-S, dot com. Yeah, and in it, Kendall just basically um, talks about his life and the lessons that he's learned and then um, – the, he's also, you know, giving, telling people the lessons he's learned so that they can then take those lessons and apply those lessons to their own lives. Right. One of the, one of the things that we need to inject in our country more than ever, and I said this at the beginning of the year, this was my word of the year, was courage. Americans used to be very courageous. We had grit, and uh, we need to start bringing that back in style if we want to uh, persevere and uh, restore our country to what we remember that we can leave down for our children and grandchildren. Yeah, and that's for that is for everything, you know, from our kids in school, you know, um, where we were speaking this morning, someone said, you know, what can we do? How can we improve parental rights? And, you know, my answer was we didn't need permission. Oh, I think they asked about the was it the Parents' Right Act, Rights yes, Act. Yes, yes. Yeah, and like we we didn't need an act. You know, we didn't need um some kind of a law to tell us what our um rights were as parents. You know, we're the parents. They're our children. Well, and, and what, we've, what we've forgotten is sadly the, 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 the idea that we need to have a parental rights act because what wasn't, what wasn't given for the government to have, um, what wasn't specified in these directives from the Constitution, that meant that all those rights were retained by us. We didn't have to ask for permission. We didn't need an act. And we definitely don't need one as parents. Thank you for joining us this eve, uh, this afternoon. We enjoyed uh, being with you, and I hope the, the um, it was mutual, <laughs> just yeah. like my wife. Thank right? you, mutual, mutual wife. No. <laughs> Thank you that you enjoyed being with me. Oh, as well. I absolutely enjoyed being with you. Absolutely, yes, absolutely enjoyed every minute of it. And I didn't force her to say that. Thank you. Guys. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com this is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. 
You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Have you recently received a quote for an exterior home improvement project that was so high it made you seriously consider selling the house instead? In today's market, it's more important than ever to get multiple bids to make sure you're getting the best possible prices on any investment in your home. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. Not only can I provide you the most competitive bids in the Twin Cities for free, but I can guarantee it will be the quickest and easiest way to get them. Whether you need siding, roofing, or windows, I will personally come to your house for a short meeting so we can determine which name brands make the most sense for you and your house. And I'm all about multiple options, so you can have a variety of price points to choose from. A few days later, you'll receive an email from me with the bids attached. I've done the homework on brands and contractors so you don't have to. It's that simple. No salespeople, no pressure, and no obligation to buy. To set up one short meeting with me, visit GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.